Welcome back, everyone, to Runkle Recaps, episode 1.18 or 1.18, Nothing Good Happens After 2 a.m. We are, this is, rather, uh, How I Met Your Podcast. Hi, Jen. Hey, Steve. Well, it's been a long time since we podcast. Three months. <laughs> it has not. Or episode, we did episode six from last week. I liked it. I mean, obviously, I hadn't listened to it since we recorded it, but... Oh, you haven't? No, I had not up until that oh, point. Oh, sure. Okay. So, I thought it was good. I was proud of us for... Yeah, I feel like we've learned a lot between then and now, and I think it was still good. Yeah, I thought it was funny that you wanted to make sure that we did as good a job in our commentary. I, I feel like, <laughs> yes, our technology has improved a little bit with the garage band. And our, you know, keeping our dog in better check these days. But I don't know that we improved as commentators over all that time, <laughs> which is what would seem to be your concern as we were, as I was getting ready to start editing it. It's like make sure we're okay in it. I don't know. Maybe we had some hot takes that didn't hold up after three months. <laughs> <laughs> we said something that in three months later would have gotten us canceled. That right. was not. Exactly. An issue three months ago. You never know. <laughs> Can you think of anything that, like, someone we could have said is a good a good egg that, like, all of a sudden got canceled? I mean, not in three months. <laughs> well, you never know. Right. Just never. not in the last, this last three months. Although you did have a bit of a hot take about the rainforest burning. Oh, about, well, they do purposely burn pieces of the rainforest to create Yeah, but that's not what was happening at the time. Well, that's what. Well, we won't go down that road. Uh, depends who you asked at the time. But we've, uh, we have a lot of Brazilian listeners. Stop trying to alienate them. <laughs> that's true. Sorry, uh, evil people, climate change, bad orange man. Okay. Yeah. Now all we're back that in good stuff. graces. <laughs> all right. So nothing good happens after two a.m. I'd say nothing good happens in episode 1.18. Ooh, hot take. Well, I don't know if it's hot. <laughs> but Hey, we just got a follow by one of the co-creators. Stop trying to like jinx it. Oh yeah, talk about that. Um, so on Twitter, I, you know, like both Craig Thomas and Carter Bays who are the co-creators of How I Met Your Mother and Craig had posted something and I just happen to be, like, an early liker on it. I don't know if that's the correct <laughs> verb. Were you, like, be the first to respond to this tweet person? <laughs> I wasn't that. I mean, I didn't respond. I just liked it. But I think, you know, if you then click on your, like, oh, let me see how many people liked it, like, it would have been early on in that process. Sure. So I guess he noticed that and then followed us back, which was very exciting. So, so you might listen. You never know. So stop trying to ruin it. Okay. Uh, this is a great episode. I mean, this I've, is it, this episode needed to happen. Like, it wasn't necessarily super funny, but it was a to move yeah. the story along. This is, I, I would almost say, the second episode where uh, the one after was it the, not the wedding, but what was the one after the wedding? Uh, zip zip zip. Mm-hmm. This and zip zip zip, I think, was moving chess pieces on the board a little mm-hmm. bit. And yeah, they they didn't try very hard to make it funny, or if they tried. Uh, it, it didn't work, but you know, I, I don't even think this worked as well as Zip 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 did to sort of have a a non funny but moving the story along 
arc. That being said... I mean, but it leads to good episodes, you know, next week's... Well, we'll talk about that, because after this, there's four more episodes left, Mm -hmm. and one of them's good, in my opinion. What's next? Next week's Marry the Paralegal, right? Yeah, but then after that, we have um, Best Prom Ever, which I don't care much for. We have the Milk one, Milk. Right. And and then we have the very last one, where he's trying to do the rain dance to make it rain, which I don't love. Okay, but I'm going to... You're going to be a big bowl of sunshine the next few episodes. <laughs> okay, but here's what's getting me through. First of all, I'm happy to be back doing new episodes. Yes, this is very exciting. I'm, you know, we've talked about it before, but it does seem, you know, according to our statistics, some people do kind of jump in at certain episodes, so in case you haven't heard. Before, uh, Steve and I had recorded 17 episodes, I think, before we posted or shortly... After we started posting, we had 17 episodes recorded. We had six posted, and then episode seven through... So nine, essentially, got lost. Yeah, episode seven through 16 got lost in a laptop transfer fail. So we had to re-record nine episodes. So this is our first episode since then that we have not previously recorded and then had to re-record. So there's excitement around that. You know, this was a good episode for the for us to return on because it, it made it a little more interesting for me to watch and take notes on than if we had been going along all, all this time without right. any pause. Now, okay, this and, you know, three out of the next four, not too excited about, but then we go to season two. And I wrote down some of the highlights of the some of the great episodes of season two that we have coming up just to get people really, really, really excited. And you. Legendary. Yeah, it's going to be legendary. There is Where Were We? So it sort of starts off, picks up from where we left off last season, but we get extremely depressed Marshall, which Jason Segel. Are you Segal, going in order, or this, these are just ones you like? Um, I didn't list all of them because oh. not all of them are good, but the point is, listen to how many are, are like the greatest. Okay. So Where Were We? The Scorpion and the Toad. Brunch. Yes, Brunch. Ted Mosby Architect, where we, <laughs> where we meet Brad for the first time. World's Greatest Couple, where Lily's living with Barney. Wait, we don't meet Brad at brunch? No. that's no, You're thinking of something right. else. Okay, yeah. No, I know which one. Um, World's Greatest Couple. Uh, Aldrin Justice. <laughs> Swirly. Slap Bet. Single Stamina. How Lily Stole Christmas. First Time in New York. Oh, wow. Columns. Lucky Penny. Stuff, and that's the one where they do the plays. Where they go watch Lily's play, and then they go watch Barney's plays. Bachelor Party, and then Something Borrowed, and then Something Blue, so the weddings, essentially. Okay. This might be be one of the greatest television seasons of any show of all time. It's that good. All right. You did it. You got me psyched. (laughs) How how many levels of psychedude? Are you going to do the robot? I'm not, but I'm probably at the level of psychedude that Barney is when he first puts in his Get Psyched mix. (laughs) All right. So, a couple pieces of news before we get started and get into it. One, we talked about how Robin referred to Ictor, Victoria, as Punky Brewster last week. And I just read that they're they're doing a relaunch of Punky Brewster, uh, a modern day, with Sully L. Moonfry. Oh, really? Yeah, playing Punky Brewster as an adult with her own kids. Huh, okay. So kind of like a full house reboot. 
Exactly, and it's actually going to be on Peacock, where I think they're coming out with like Saved by the Bell reboot. And There's a Saved by the Bell reboot? Well, it's not even a reboot, because they're adults now. Oh. Yeah, Saved by the Bell sequel, I guess, is what you would call it. I think it's mostly starring Elizabeth Berkley and A.C. Slater as, I think, an adult married couple. Really? I have not heard any of this. They didn't even get along that well. Were they ever dating? Yeah, they were. I don't think they actually didn't have a very long relationship on the show, but as after Zach and Kelly couples up, they sort of then coupled up because now AC Slater lost out on dating Kelly. Ah, okay. All right. Anyway. And then in oh, and uh, on the Punky Brewster one, I think Freddie Prince Jr. is going to be her ex. Oh, interesting. I don't know if he's going to be a full time cast member, but he's. At least going to cameo as her ex-husband. Where are you getting all this news? I subscribe to Google News Alerts for How I Met Your Mother and then all the main cast members. But so none of them are on Punky Brewster. Oh, I'm sorry. That one I got from Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> that would have been a long walk to connect it to How I Met Your Mother for them, unless they were listening to our podcast. All right. And Matrix 4 is coming out, and Neil Patrick Harris is going to be in it. Really? Have you seen any of the Matrix movies? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think one and two. I don't think I ever saw three. Uh, there's also a list that I got a link sent to me on, not from a listener, but just from this news release of the ten, the rankings of the ten best recurring characters on How I Met Your Mother. Nice. So I'm going to go over those. I don't agree with it, and I'm not. I don't give my own ranking, but I'll say who I thought should have been in it. Send uh, it to me, few. and I'll tweet it out. Okay. We'll do. All right, so this episode I have ranked 182, which makes it the lowest ranked episode that we've covered so far. IMDb actually has it at 8.5, so as per usual, they don't necessarily agree with me, or the the viewers, you folks, if you will. But we start off with kids. Grandma used to say to me, nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Well, we got it previously on recap, which is... Different for How I Met Your Mother. I, yeah, I thought, because I watched the TV version, you watched the Hulu version mm-hmm. tonight. And it was on the TV version, but I assumed that's just because I was watching the TV version and I forgot, and I had forgotten that they had those. So you're right, they did, but they had that on the Hulu too? Yeah, it was previously on, which was interesting, and I, one of the trivia things I read said it's the only time that it happened in the entire series. So I thought that was interesting. So we start off with nothing, you know, the saying, nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m., do you agree with that? I do agree with that. I don't think that that's a bad policy to have. I, I don't agree with that, that nothing good happens after 2 a.m. I think a lot of things do. I'm not going to make a list or anything. Really? You don't make <laughs> lists? I'm just, I'm not feeling it for this. But Robin mentioned, or rather, Barney mentioned some things, but right. we'll, we'll get to that. I was so confused when this episode started because it's been so long since we watched the last one. And this picks up right where it leaves off, so I'm really confused why. It's a continuation of the last episode, but... That's a good thing there was a previously on. (laughs) I don't think I even paid paid attention to that, because I was a little cocky going into it. (laughs) But I was thinking, why is Barney, Lily, and Marshall, like, hanging out at some bar at night? Like, I forgot that they were at the karaoke bar together, and that... 
Ted had left it. So I, I started this off very confused. Well, good thing I listened to our podcast because I knew exactly what was going on. Well, I did too. I mean, I edited the podcast <laughs> right. and listened to it afterwards, nevertheless. Oh, that's funny. I was still a little confused until I got towards the end of it. Okay, Ted gets a call from Robin. We're kind of picking up where we left off last week. 2 a.m., do you want to come over? And then on the last episode it was, what would you do? But they go ahead and back up and say 20 hours earlier. Right, and we kind of get a, a little bit of a rationale for why Robin might be calling him. Yeah, and we start off with a montage of her getting ready in the morning to the song, We Are Young. The song always, always reminds me of Clueless because they have like a the gang taking pictures around school montage. I didn't realize that song was that old. If you asked, I would have guessed like early 2000s, like around the time this came out. How old is Clueless? What do you think, 96? I think it's like so. mid, mid-90s, so yeah, maybe 95, 96-ish. Hmm. Okay, she's very chipper, getting ready, and we get sort of a bad joke of her telling her dogs to stay out of the liquor cabinet before she leaves. <laughs> I like how they all are sitting at attention, though. Right. As she's getting ready to leave. They're so cute. I love that she has five dogs. It's so completely unrealistic for <laughs> living in the New York area. We've been over that on one of the podcasts. I'm sure we have. <laughs> okay. We cut to Lily's classroom, and Robin's talking about the work she does to the kids. One of them asks her if she has a fiancé. Yep. Lily explains that, yeah, Marshall had just been in, so they know the word fiancé. You know, she answers, no, she doesn't. Um, she starts, the kids ask, you know, don't you get lonely? And then there's a little back and forth with her and one of the the little girls who challenges her on the idea that she's not lonely because she has five dogs, her grandma has five cats. And I like like how defensive Robin's starting to get. (laughs) Uh, You know, well, that's different. I have five dogs. I'm not a pathetic cat lady. (laughs) Right. And then a boy asks her if she's a lesbian. And she goes, no, are you? (laughs) Robin's really good with kids. (laughs) Yeah, this was a great scene right here. I like how then she kind of gets yanked from being a speaker. I like how they pan out and there's Barty next to her with a big, giant smile on his face. And then there's like other, I don't know if you saw the other people in the background, like a doctor, maybe like a firefighter or something. They're just like looking at her like, what is wrong with you? I like how they're so dressed up for what job they have. (laughs) It's like Halloween costumes. (laughs) Well, then, uh, did you notice on the board behind them too? It's like, I can't remember what the, you know, if it's career day or whatever, but it says, you know, teacher, or firefighter, doctor, reporter, and then it just says Barney. <laughs> and then in parentheses, not the purple dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> no, I missed that. Good catch. <laughs> and yeah, I love Barney here. This might be my favorite line of the episode. <laughs> Where Mark's like, gee, Robin, do you ever report on train wrecks? Yeah, I, th- I have that as one of the worst. Oh. <laughs> competing for one of the worst jokes of the episode. I like it. It's a solid burn. Lily goes to introduce Barney. We get, you know, Barney, what do you do? And we get one of his Please. pleases. And he says, the kids, you don't care what I do. What you really want is magic. They cheer. He does magic. We cut to Robin being at work. And we get our first Sandy Rivers. Yeah, our first appearance of Sandy Rivers. I meant to get his name down. I forgot to do that. What, do you oh, know what? I want to say Alexis... Denisoff? I might not be saying the last name right. And we've, we've discussed this. He is married in real life to Allison Hannigan. 
And we, I think we looked this up, that they were together before he came on the show. At any rate. Yeah, Alexis Denisoff, and they got married in 2003. So, yeah, they've been married a few years at this point. Sandy asks Robin something about her personal life. Robin starts over-expositing on Ted. And after she goes through this for about a minute or so, Sandy says, you know, it seems like he's kind of ignoring her. And then he just turns to her and says, we should have sex. Very matter-of-factly. I mean... I know things are different nowadays. I don't think they were, <laughs> you know, back in 2006 that you could just ask a coworker if you could have sex. I think yeah. Was... I don't think Sandy would have changed. He would have just gotten fired. and Right. Yeah. He would definitely have been me too I feel like that, and that does end up happening to him uh, just in description as they're seeing what kind of happens to everybody after the show ends. That sounds right. She gives him a hair helmet zing, which I liked. Yeah, another pretty good bird. Robin gets home. We got lonely music. Well, there's just like a little teeny tiny detail. So he like passes her a card. So, you know, here's my home number on it. And so, you know, put a pin in that for right this second. Okay. And then we get back to it. I think you're about to uncover something that's on Hulu and not on the TV version. Oh, maybe. We got her getting home. All her dogs are, like, faced away from her as she comes in. No one seems happy to see her. And I find this to be the most unrealistic thing about having dogs. There's <laughs> oh, they would have, you know, they would bury her when she gets home. Yeah, I've never no met doubt. a single dog that ignored you when you got home, let alone times five. That's one of the only reasons to have a dog. Yes, dogs are always happy it's to see you. It's a guaranteed happy person to see you when you yep. get home. And so later you see, you know, they're all snuggled up with her, so at least they don't ignore her all the time. <laughs> she pours herself a huge, awesome glass of red wine. Ginormous. Calls Ted. So this is where she, like, goes into her purse, pulls out a card, looks at it, and then the next scene Oh, so she almost Ted. considers it. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I just missed that. That could have been in there, and I just didn't see it. Yeah. So I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit that, like, yeah, she kind of thinks about it and then calls Ted instead. And I guess this is where we're caught up to the very end of the last episode. She gives him some lame, juicing excuse right. for him to she come over. Right, she just got a new juicer. Um, and, you know, and throughout this episode, we get Ted kind of reiterating the, the theme of the episode of, you know, after 2 a.m., just go home. You, the decisions you make are going to be the wrong decisions. Nothing good happens. So he says this, you know, in voiceover and then on the phone agrees to come over. Next, we see him in a cab. Did you recognize the cab driver? I did not. He was Larry, the manager of Monks from Seinfeld. Oh, really? Yeah. I got so excited I didn't notice this ever before. No. I rewatched this episode so infrequently that there's a lot of pockets of it that I just had no memory of. This was one of them. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't recognize him. He engages with the driver a little bit about his troubles and then makes a comment of, I guess cab drivers are the new bartenders, huh? <laughs> Larry, Larry of Monks. Hey, maybe it was Larry of Monks. Maybe all of a sudden... We realized that Seinfeld and How I Met Your Mother are in the same universe. Maybe. This is his second job. Wow. So he pulls out, makes it, he chuckles about the, uh, the bartender comment and says, yeah, and pulls, then pulls out, a, pulls flask. out a, yeah, a flask and starts drinking from it. Offers, offers Ted a nip. Yeah, Ted's like, no, just, I'm going to get out Get right out here, here yeah. <laughs> Gets in a new cab and continue, starts to continue the story, and then the cab driver turns into Victoria. You mean Ictor? No. God. What? What's wrong with Ictor? Ictor is not a name. <laughs> I thought I'm not supposed to do Victor, Vic, Vicky, but we agreed that I could do Ictor. No, I changed my mind. Well, I'm going to do Ictor anyways, because you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> 
So he calls Marshall for a second opinion because his uh, hallucination, Ictor. Manifestation of his subconscious, yeah. according to Victoria. Hallucination, Ictor. Oh, please stop. Is giving him a hard time about what he's doing. Gets, tries to get a second opinion from Marshall. Marshall's still at the bar, at the karaoke bar with Lily and uh, Barney. Oh, yeah, we don't see Marshall Bilson says he'll call or, him back. Where are the other two? Bilson and, um, ah, I can't forget the other bro. Um, yeah, I'm forgetting. Blauman. Blauman, okay. Yeah, Bilson and Blauman aren't there anymore. I guess they went off to other adventures, but Marshall, Lily, and Barney are still at karaoke. Marshall wants to call him back with an opinion. He starts to tee Lily up to help him out with this and is trying to talk around the subject because he doesn't think Barney knows about Robin's feelings for Ted. Barney reveals right away that he does know about it. And then there's kind of a useless argument about... Marshall's very offended by this. (laughs) Yeah, that Robin told everyone but him. But why does Marshall think Robin's going to tell him anything? Yeah, this, this goes nowhere. I do enjoy Marshall's immediate, like, come back to Barney. He's just like, oh, well, I'm better friends with Ted. Yeah, so. and it almost gets to fisticuffs, and there's, like, a cute shot of Lily kind of just looking up at them, not being concerned that there's really, ever really <laughs> going to be a fight. Well, and then a random comment from Marshall, too. I think <laughs> I used to box in the army. Oh, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> really random. There was a lot of back and forth, and I was trying to listen for any, anything good, but I didn't hear that one. <laughs> But yeah, that ends up yeah going nowhere. We, I guess, they settle down and yeah. We get back to, back to the cab. There's more back and forth with Ted and Victoria. Thank you. Marshall calls him back and then reminds him of his mom's expression. Now doesn't he? Now maybe this was on the Hulu version only, but he calls back and says a truck with sulfuric acid has overturned in front of Robin's house, and it's melting the sidewalk. You can see all the way down to hell. No, that's not on the TV version. <laughs> so that's his first attempt, and I guess when that fails, then he just reminds him of the 2 a.m. advice. Ted's not too worried about it. They're just friends. Then Lily spills it to Ted that she's in love with him. But then tells says, starts the repeat starts what becomes sort of a repetitive yeah, slogan of "Go home, Ted." Yeah. And she, yeah, he agrees. She thinks she's done something good, and Barney and Marshall are like, "Oh, you screwed up big time." Yeah, everybody knows that. He's still going over there. There's nothing they could have said to stop him. Well, and their point is you just made it worse. You threw you threw gasoline on the fire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Marshall here. Barney points out you. Yeah. There's a beautiful go- girl over there who wants to have sex with you. And then Marshall chimes in with, and she's going to make you some delicious juice. Yeah, it did do it for me. <laughs> it's just okay, I guess. We go. We get up to the door out of the cab and Victoria's standing at the door and then she disappears she doesn't say much this time yeah she didn't put up much of a fight here he goes clearly he bought supplies for this juicing but then when he gets there she offers for them to just drink some wine Robin talks about a rough day and well, we then, get some awkward Ted too where she asks if he wants wine and he's like why not yeah and then asks how's it hanging like <laughs> the thing that Ted kind of does when he just doesn't know what to do and you kind of see him kind of like talking to himself and second guessing mm-hmm. how he acts so yeah he's very nervous Robin wants to know how his call with Victoria went and he says they broke up yep we get a big fat lie now Quite frankly, 
Yeah, it's wrong. But this could have just gone fine. He he could have said it, turned off his phone for the night, hooked up with Robin, broke up with him the next day. Everything would have been just fine. Yeah, you make a good point. They would have spared me three out of those four next episodes that I didn't <laughs> enjoy and just gotten to it. We're back at the bar and we meet Korean Elvis. Now, I don't want to stereotype, but the Koreans do love karaoke. When I used to stay in New York... I have no knowledge of this. When I used to stay in New York City, uh, sometimes I would stay at this hotel on a block where there was like three or four Korean karaoke bars. Really? Yeah, it's a big thing for them. Okay. Well, I learned something new today. There was one in Northern Virginia that we used to go to back in our 20s that was like kind of convenient to where we lived in Northern Virginia. Okay, we're at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, Lily's ready to pack it in. Yeah, and Barney argues a lot of awesome things have happened after two. Liberty Bell, Russian Embassy, almost a four-way. And we get, Given Barney's adventures, it's not very, a very long list. And the Liberty Bell wasn't that exciting of an excursion, I wouldn't think. Actually, that was probably the best of the ones I'm hearing there. <laughs> and we get our next legendary yeah. remark. I think this is only the second one, because I think the first one was when... Was it Shannon? or No, I think he's probably said legendary before that. Well, he did, and then I can't remember what the occasion was, but... Oh, I think it was the, the Victoria's Secret model party on Halloween. Oh, okay. He said it's going to be legendary, and then Ted says, you say that too much. Then okay. they do a little cutback to another time he said it. I don't think we've had any legend wait for it, Darius. No, I'm waiting for it. You're waiting for it? <laughs> yeah. Um, Barney pulls in Korean Elvis and Korean he a, invites him to, to have a drink with them and Korean Elvis says rock and roll but he doesn't sound like Elvis when he says it he sounds more like he's almost trying to sound British he's like <laughs> rock and roll or maybe it's a little was he trying to be George Takei? yeah I was about to say it was maybe a little George Takei-ish we're back at Robbins Ted's engaged in some really awkward conversation, showing him her his new phone, which that's happening for a reason. Did you recognize the phone? No. The Motorola Razor. Oh, really? <laughs> I had a pink one. It was awesome. Those those didn't last long. No, they had a really big spurt where like everybody had them for a year or two, and then smartphone like really smart smartphones came out. Because then I got my BlackBerry after that. Okay. Yeah, people liked them because you could, like, but it, you'd barely see them in your pocket. It was yeah, the least were, bulky phone yeah, ever. Yeah, they were very slim. I love that. That phone was awesome. During this conversation about phones, we get into a phone metaphor of getting mm-hmm. rid of his old phone, having the new one, and it just so happens, happens to be the same one as Robin's phone. Yeah, part of him wanted that phone instead, and it felt right. Ted but, gets a phone call. He thinks it's going to be Victoria, but it's actually Korean Elvis. And Ted somehow knows it's Korean Elvis. Yeah, I I was wondering if there's something in the Hulu version that would have explained that. There wasn't, but I think, didn't Ted, did Ted show up at karaoke? I think he he showed up at the end of the last episode, so potentially he was there, saw Korean Elvis. Could be. It's a bit of a leap, but we'll go with it. Marshall's really mad at Ted for being at Robin's. He lectures Ted. Ted agrees to go home. Actually, I think Lily lectures Ted, too. Yeah, Lily's very mad. So he goes to leave, he hugs Robin goodbye, and then it just turns into a kiss. 
Yep. A very passionate kiss. Yep, and then from there it leads to making out on the couch, and from there they're about to go into the bedroom. And then I guess Ted gets a, I don't know, like a twinge of guilt or something. He's about to call Victoria from the bathroom. Yeah, I forget how he gets to the bathroom. But well, he says, like, yeah, I'm just going yeah, to run to the restroom real quick. But then, you know, Mirage or whatever you want to call it, Victoria shows up and they kind of have a back and forth. And he what says, you doing, you know, Ted? Yeah, I'm going to call you. I'm going to break up with you. And she rightly points out, like, that's not a P-length conversation that we're about to have Yeah, she gives him some good advice. It's really him, him giving himself. He's kind of coming to these conclusions in the form of her telling him. Right, so then he decides, okay, fine, I'm going to call and break up with you tomorrow. And so she says, okay, you're going to leave. And he goes into more of a back and forth. Well, why should I? Which, again, you know, he's not completely wrong. What's the difference of a couple hours? Yeah, it's not great, but, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make him the best person in the world, but, you know. (laughs) We're really helping rationalize for him. I mean, it's not the end of the world. (laughs) You know what? If you're going to divorce me... And you're hanging out with the guy that you plan on moving on with. Just go ahead and go for it. I don't even have to call you first. No, the next day, break it off. Okay, the night of. Fair enough. Good to go know. for it. Noted. I'll put it in my notebook. I will not right here. nitpick later that you did not <laughs> wait until after you, you decided that you were going to divorce me. Well, or, or announced it to me. All right, you heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> we go they, back. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. What if they admit this into evidence in our divorce hearing? Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to go after you for that. All right. We go back to the bar. Lily's being serenaded by Korean Elvis. She does not seem pleased about it. He's a bit of a spit singer, apparently. <laughs> I wrote down we got a legendary. Yeah, Barney's saying they can't leave yet because they, they haven't achieved legendary yet. They're only at the le. They have to get to the j and the d and the e. And then... Lily chimes in with a, all right, I'm just going to take the la and make it let's go. And Marshall and seems says, to think this is a really good... You got burned, phonic style. Yeah, it's the first part of the episode I don't actually care for. Yeah, I, I have that as my worst, least favorite, but I think the dogs and the alcohol is still worse than that. Korean Elvis says something dirty in Lily's ear, and she kicks him in the nards, as they say. And then the night has moved to legendary, because now it's the time that Lily kicked Korean Elvis in the nards. Mm-hmm. So Barney got his wish. Yeah, I think this this part of the show is all filler, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they needed something for the three of them to be doing while Ted and Robin are doing this. We got more Ted in the bathroom. Ted's still trying to rationalize his decision to fake Victoria. She points out that uh, he's holding Robin's phone, not his own. Yep, and then he walks out of the bathroom, sees Robin on the phone, and it all comes crashing down. Yeah. So. I'm a little surprised she was this angry at him, though. We don't yeah. know her as well now, but I think later Robin wouldn't care that much. And even this Robin maybe wouldn't care that much because she didn't like Victoria anyway. Yeah, and What's if he explained really to her, matter? I just found out that you have feelings for me, and I, this is the direction I would have gone in. If he had waited and explained to her, I feel like he could have worked his way through this. And I don't know. Again, I just I, she didn't really like Victoria anyway. So what's it really matter to her? <laughs> yeah, she's not really a defenders of you know all women everywhere. Right. Maybe I don't know. I guess maybe she does feel guilty about it. And maybe the fact that he just straight up lied to her. Could be all those things. Yes, but the Robin, I think we know, probably wouldn't have cared that much. Right. 
But yeah, she's pretty mad now. She says it was your girlfriend, and she kind of emphasizes girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to know what happened in their conversation. Yeah, that would be very interesting. So Victoria calls his phone. She answers for some reason. Maybe she thinks it's her phone. Yeah, well, so that's she what she says. She thought it was hers. Does she have Victoria's number saved? I find that hard to believe, even if she did. Why would, why she, would she answer, answer the phone it? at 2.45 in the morning? Yeah, it so she says, hello, who's it's this? Dicey. Is Ted there? Oh, sorry, this is Robin. I've Ted left his phone out in my living room. Ted's over at your house at, right now. This is Victoria calling for Ted. Oh, sorry, he was just, I guess, came over here because he yeah, needed Yeah, sorry condolence. to hear you guys broke up. Yeah, we didn't break up. Okay, so that gets us to where we were. Probably that's where it was. Yeah, probably. I, I am, however, glad that they did not make us listen to Ted and Victoria's conversation right. after this. right. Anyways, uh, we have him in the cab. He called her. They broke up. And the lesson is nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m. Nope. This was the stupidest thing he's ever done. He hurt two people. And it wouldn't have happened if he had listened to his mom. And as a mom, I'm on board with that. Listen to my advice. Favorite joke? Um, I still like Barney's train wreck burn. Okay. My favorite is... When the little boy asks her if she's a lesbian, she says, no, are you? <laughs> and my least favorite is, yeah, the liquor, stay out of the liquor cabinet to the dogs. Do you have any least? You mentioned one. Um, yeah, I don't love that, you know, the love, you just let's got, go. You just got burned. Yeah, the phonic style. That one I could do without. Okay. It seemed like I was trying too hard. Okay. I am going to, so one, one of the... Google mail updates or Google news updates that I got was something from a website called Screen Rant. And they did a list of the 10 best recurring characters, not main characters, from How I Met Your Mother. So number 10, the daughter and son, which I didn't realize their names were Penny and Luke. I guess at some time, mm-hmm. at some point I knew that. Luke's obviously after Luke Skywalker. Right. Penny, because he likes pennies, I guess. Or maybe it was her like decision. I they talk about it in, in the last season, because she gets pregnant. You know, they kind of showed that. And I okay. Think there's, I think the rationale is given in there somewhere. We'll find it later. I can't remember exactly what it was. Number nine, Billy Zapka. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Number eight, the captain. Uh. Eh. I, I wasn't a big captain fan. Yeah. Number seven, Clint. His stepfather. Okay. I like that. I like Clint. Six, Victoria. I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't want to kick her out. I like that she came back. It just wasn't that good I don't know that back. I want to call that. I mean, yes, recurring. That counts as recurring. But I'm going to be a little nitpicky here. And Yeah. yeah I mean, I enjoyed that they brought her back because I do think that would have been a big what if in the story. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know that I would necessarily define that under recurring, but that's okay. Recurring or not, I'm not sure I'd have her in a top ten. Number five, Mickey. That's Lily's dad. I'm okay with that. Okay. Number four, James, uh, Barney's brother. I'm with that. Yeah, definitely. Number three, Scooter. Definitely. (laughs) He might be number one for me, actually. Scooter's great. Number two, Ranjit. Okay. I'm good with Ranjit. Ranjit seems a little high, but... All right. And number one, Tracy, his eventual mother. 
life. And again, recurring. So, no, no. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. That's yeah. not recurring. She was a cast member in the yeah. ninth season. Yeah. So I'll take, I, I would like to take her out. Um, who I would put in. So I, I think the first ones I would take out are the daughter and son because I just didn't think they were very good. Well, I mean, yeah, they don't. To do no fault of theirs, really. yeah. Right. They just didn't have a huge storyline besides, you know, react to this 30 seconds of intro every now and again. Maybe probably take the cat. Well, I definitely take the captain out of that list. Probably Victoria and definitely Tracy for the reasons we just discussed. Right. I would replace them with Brad, Joe oh, Manganiello's yeah. character. How did they leave Brad out? Right. I would replace him with Artillery Arthur, Bob Odenkirk. Yes. I would replace him with Hammond Brothers, Druthers, <laughs> Brian Cranston. Can you think of any other good ones that you would rather see in there? Hmm. I mean, John Lithgow, yeah, I don't I was know. I thinking about John Lithgow. I was thinking about Marshall's parents. Oh, yeah. The dad's pretty good, especially. Yeah. The brothers are kind of funny here and there. I don't know that they would be a top ten. His, and Barney's mom. She's almost yeah. always really good. Yeah. Yeah, Barney's mom <laughs> gets some interesting storylines. Uh, yeah, I can't believe they put maybe Vicky Stuart. in. Maybe Stuart. Nah, Stuart's usually Stuart, pretty good. I think good. only shows... Well, yeah, I guess Stuart does show up back up at least like two more times. Well, he, for the bachelor party, where he keeps complaining about marriage. Mm-hmm. And then the intervention. The intervention, yeah. So I, he doesn't do much in that. That's really more Barney being funny mm-hmm. around it. God, I can't wait till we get to the interventions. <laughs> I know. All right. So that about covers it. I'm not going to do, shocker, I'm not going to do a counter Maybe you list. should, and then we can post our own. I'll think about it. Actually, we have a blog on our <laughs> website. Oh, True. I could start putting lists up there that yeah, I mentioned. you could. All right. Well, next episode is going to be Mary the Paralegal, which I love. Yep. There's great. a lot of good stuff in that one. <laughs> so good. And although we get a lot of pettiness in it, but still, I'm here for it mm-hmm. this time. Agreed. All right. You want to mention where people can find us? Yep. You can email us at runklerecaps at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, where we are followed by Craig Thomas. At Runkle Recaps and on Instagram underscore How I Met Your Podcast underscore. And if we ever do decide to blog, it will be at RunkleRecaps.com. You get a really good radio voice when you do the where you can find <laughs> where you do the pluggables. Thank you. You should talk like that all the time. I think it would be really hard to talk like that through the whole episode because <laughs> I kind of have like the script in my head of what I'm going to say, and when we're just podcasting, I am more like off the cuff. Mm-hmm. I think that would be harder to do. All right. Well, ooh, look at that. It's 1.59 a.m. We, we better to go get home go. and go to bed. Bye, everyone. Bye.